is what you get for news with GameStop is the CEO, uh, or not the CEO, that dude Ryan Cohen, who's like trying to take over the company and like owns all the, he's like a board director or whatever. He posted a photo of a McDonald's ice cream cone, which people, I guess that's good for a couple hundred billion dollars. Welcome to the Punching Down Podcast with your host, Danny Polischuk. All right, we are back. It's episode 46 of the Punching Down Podcast. I am in, if you're watching this, you're like, where the fuck am I? I'm in this weird-ass bedroom in this place I'm staying at in lovely Miami, Florida. Uh, Miami Danny is back in full effect. It's lovely outside, although the place I'm staying at, it's, it's hot as shit here. I, don't, I, I still don't know how to convert stuff into Fahrenheit, but it's in the 80s, and then like the day I got here, the air conditioning broke where I'm staying, so it's been been pretty hot, but but the air conditioning just got turned back on, so we're back in business. Um, I'm going to be here for about the next month or so, so the if you're watching the podcast, it's going to look a bit different, um, but otherwise, all good. Uh, we got lots of... so. It's you'll you'll it's Friday morning right now. I was I was gonna uh, normally I, I do these on Wednesday nights, but then on Wednesday GameStop went crazy again. I I can't believe it. I'm I'm eating my words right now. I I've never eaten my words more than right now. Well, I mean I'm not eating my words. So currently, so I was gonna do it and then GameStop all of a sudden on Wednesday. Uh, GameStop was at like forty five dollars on Tuesday, something or even less forty dollars on Tuesday, and then all of a sudden. On <clears throat> Wednesday, like afternoon, at like 3 p.m., GameStop just starts taking off. It's just like it, it goes. It, it basically went from. Uh, oh, let me let me see it here. Let me pull this up. GameStop went from. Oh, whoops, wrong. So it, it was at forty-five dollars, and then. It went to, and nobody knows why. There's not any news or whatever. It was at $45, and then it closed the day at like 92, which was insane. And so then I'm like, oh, I can't record the podcast now. I got to find out what's going to happen. So now we have a maybe a slightly better indication. So there was no news. The only news that happened, and this isn't even news, but this is what you get for news with GameStop, is the CEO, uh, or not the CEO, that dude, Ryan Cohen, who's like trying to take over the company and like owns all the he's like a board director or whatever he posted a photo of a mcdonald's ice cream cone which people i guess that's good for a couple hundred billion dollars uh in market cap i i have no idea like like nobody really understands uh why but so anyways it takes off and i think what happens is like with that kind of stuff is it starts taking off and the people are like oh shit gamestop's taking off again and then they're like, huh? I'll just try and get in. I honestly actually was like, it was at seventy dollars. I was like, maybe I'll try and buy a little here. Like, who knows? But I have uh, my brokerage is TD in Canada, and they didn't even offer it. You can't even buy it. They wouldn't let you buy it, which is pretty fucked up that they won't even let you buy a pretty like heavily traded stock. Like, I don't know what the reason is, but they're like, I I, I didn't even have the option to buy it, which was pretty fucked up. So then. And then after hours, it was up like it was up to like $170. Then yesterday, it went as high as 184, just to sucker in some more bag holders. Although you know what, I said that because I've been pretty vocal on this on this podcast where I was like, you know, if you have GameStop and at $45, just sell it, and move on with your life. I was wrong. Couldn't have been more wrong. I mean, 
you know, talk to me in a week from now. I might be right again. This might just be your opportunity. This might have been your a short, short window of an opportunity to get out. I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's possible that it's going back up to $480. I guess at this point, anything's possible, but I'm going to say probably not because so it sold off pretty hard it went from it, it got as high as 185 yesterday and then it closed at 108 but yesterday was a, a pretty choppy day the, the markets were down in general so the fact that it was even up was crazy so like and that's another thing too so on wednesday when gamestop started taking off just you know just for shits and giggles amc and blackberry and all those other heavily shorted names who that are no longer heavily shorted that's the thing is like you know at least gamestop it used to be like yeah we're buying gamestop because there's this crazy short squeeze but it's like people aren't that shorted anymore so uh like it's it's not even really like uh a, th- a thing where you're playing this crazy short squeeze that's that's not happening so but anyway so amc uh rocketed again although it's it's now like sharply lower than it was on wednesday same with blackberry because the general market i, I mean it's the resilience of gamestop is impressive i'm not gonna lie the fact that it's like it's currently it's up today it's 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 uh it's at 123 dollars I mean, I can't see uh, any sort of reason why it could go back up to $400. Like, who knows? But who knows at this point? We'll say that. Who the fuck knows? But uh, it's pretty pretty wild. I had some, like a friend of mine, a comedian from Toronto, he like messaged me. He's like, dude, I have three shares of GameStop. What should I do? This was on Wednesday night. I was like, dude, sell them. Sell them immediately. Or at least sell one. Because he had, whatever, three shares, 150 bucks. But he's like, you know, whatever, sell one of them. Like get your money back, and then you have two free shares of GameStop. You can let them ride if you want, but it just makes zero sense. Like I, I can't see what GameStop could do, and there's no news. That's another thing too. There's no news. A lot of people were pretty critical of them too, because you're like any normal publicly traded company, if their shares just go up a hundred percent for no reason, they issue like a press release being like, "Hey, just so everybody knows, uh, yeah, we we have no news. Just I don't I don't know what this is about, but." Just so you know, like we don't have any news coming. Like it's just like kind of a standard thing to do. GameStop has just been silent. They have said no, like that's the one thing that nobody's really like discussed is GameStop has said nothing this entire time. You haven't heard one thing from GameStop being like, you know, we don't know why or shit, whatever. Like they just have been completely silent on the matter. Um, AMC, which I had, you know, I, I had mentioned um, previously that. If you owned it, it maybe would have been a good hold. Yeah, it's it's back down a lot. It's it's eight dollars. It was like as high as eleven. I thought it was gonna rocket, but that's the thing. It's like so GameStop's going up, so then all of a sudden everybody's like, you know what? AMC should go up too because it went up last time. And you're like, this is these things are not really correlated, other than the fact that like they were for a week in time, uh, some time ago. But so. That's uh, that's what's happening with GameStop. Is it back? I don't think so. If you are up on it, I highly recommend. That's the thing is, like, I'd say like set a stop loss so that you know at least you you can break even in the event that it drops again. You know, if you were someone who owned it at like a hundred or something, but 
the way the way it trades, it's like you know it could open on Monday at forty dollars again, and you're just like you'll never have a chance to sell. So I don't fucking know. Um, lots of lots of crazy shit going on in the world of uh, the stock market. I'm getting fucking lit up, not lit up, but not not doing great this past week, um, which is you know normal. All of my stocks got killed, and then. So basically, the reason why everything's going up, uh, all the cryptos are getting killed. We're going to talk about NBA Top Shot. Of course, I'm going to be giving away my Jeremy Grant NBA Top Shot. What a wild ride that's been. Um, so basically, if people are wondering why stocks are going down, uh, the central reason is that, like, and I'm not like a super expert on this. This is just from kind of what I gather. But so, you know, there's government bonds that, uh, so there's like, you know, there's a whatever, there's a, an overall prevailing interest rate. It's like the interest rate that the the central bank sets. It's currently super low. The bond market is essentially saying that it's going to go up, which is still insanely low. Like it's it's as low as it's ever been. It's as close to zero as possible. But so essentially the bond interest rates are going up. Stock market doesn't like that. So then the stock market is going down a lot. Um, it seems to be stabilizing a bit today, but... Uh, but it was it was pretty dicey yesterday and uh, and today. But the thing is, is normally on these big down days, you don't. It's hard to know when to sell because it's like you know sometimes you're like, oh, you sell, and then and I've been here where it's like you know it's a really like scary day, and you're like, you know what, I'm just gonna sell my stocks, take take some losses, and just be out of the market. And then the next day they they go down even further, and you're like, oh man, I'm so smart, I sold. I would have lost all this more money. And then two days later, it's higher than it was. And you're like, oh, because the thing is, it's like you have to be really on the ball to be like, oh, I'm going to get out and then get back in. But a lot of times you just get back out and then you just watch it. You're like, okay, I'm on the sidelines. I got nothing to worry about here. And then like two days later, it's just higher. And you're like, oh, fuck, why didn't I just do nothing? Doing nothing almost always is the best thing to do. Um, It's hard to do nothing, especially when your stocks are going down. But doing nothing very oftentimes is the best course of action. Just do nothing. Um, and uh, a lot of times it's good. Bitcoin got hammered too. These are all related. This is the thing. It's like I was talking to my friend uh, who is the founder of the Hard Money website. His name is Enrique Abeda. He used to run this big hedge fund over a billion dollar hedge fund in, in the early 2000s. Um, and he's like, you know, these are just all these assets. They're just risk assets where people who, you know, who want, who are making money and, and things are going well. And they're like, you know what? We'll take risks. NBA top shots, a perfect one where like it keeps going up. But then when the stock market's down, all of a sudden NBA top shots down, which again, we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, but crypto's getting hammered. Although crypto's deserved it. Like, you know, they were up so much. They needed to just, take a breather i bought some like i think i bought ethereum last week at like 1960 dollars it was like probably the worst timing possible i bought it to actually because i was i bought some crypto because it's like such a pain in the ass i I wanted to put because on the nba top shot shit to put money in your nba top shot account it's like they charge you five percent every time you buy anything so then i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna put uh money into like a crypto wallet and then buy ethereum and then transfer the ethereum and then i bought the ethereum and it just dropped like fucking 20 percent so that did not work out um and then instead of putting it into my crypto wallet i bought uh flow which is the nba top shot token 
So that's exciting. Anyways, to NBA Top Shot, we're going to talk about this. And then I'm going to give away the Jeremy Grant right now. So if you're watching this and you commented on last week's episode, I'm going to give away the Jeremy Grant uh, NBA Top Shot. So let's just get an idea of what what's so what here's what's been going on with top shot it fucking rocketed they did f- almost 50 million dollars of sales in one day last week which is insane it's come da- back down to earth but also their marketplace has just been like it's so buggy like like i was talking to my friend matt because matt like bought these crypto kitties things and he's dude this is exactly the same thing he's like the whole thing's gonna crash it's like it's going to shit but like it's because hackers not hackers but like bots keep trying to infiltrate their marketplace which is just like uh, is just like running amok on their website. So their website is becoming like basically unusable. And then all these people are like, I just want to get out and they sell. It's crazy though. You go to this website, it's called evaluate.market and you can see people's top shot portfolios. People have uh, taught, there are, there's someone with a $36 million top shot account. They have $36 million worth of these basketball moments. It's fucking crazy. Um, so the Jeremy Grant that I'm giving away, let's, let's, uh, I'm going to pull this up. So this thing was as high as like a hundred dollars. When I talked about this last week that I, this is, would have been nine days ago now that I'm like eight days ago, I'm giving away an NBA top shot. I'm giving away my Jeremy Grant. I was like, you know, I, I picked this one cause I was like, you know, it, it wasn't the worst one I had, but it was one of the worst ones I had. Let's not let's not let's not uh, fool ourselves here. It wasn't like my top 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 shot, but he's a good. He he was almost an all star this year. I don't think he was. So in the last week, this moment was selling for. It, it got as high as like I think like ninety dollars. I was seeing it for like because the market got crazy for a minute where people were just like panicking to get in and it got like in the $90 range it got it got up there like I was like holy shit this thing I'm giving away a fucking like I was like by the time this happens it's gonna be a hundred dollars the market cooled off uh it's now selling for let's see because it's based on the serial number the serial number that I will be giving away to people is number uh sorry this is the serial number that I will be giving away is number 3,052 out of 15,000, which is good because the lower the number, the better. And a number 2,000 roughly just sold for $43 earlier today. But that would have been like a few days ago, maybe a week ago, that would have been like 100 bucks. But anyway, so we're giving away this top shot. It's been crazy. Uh, on my other podcast that we're doing on the the Million Dollar Podcast for Hard Money, we basically are making a $10,000 top shot account uh, that's funded by like whatever the team. And then we're going to see if we can spin it up as they say and, and turn an NBA top shot account into a million dollars. Probably not going to, we're probably going to lose it all. That that would be the realistic scenario, but we're going to try. Uh, and then the, the, the purchase I made, cause, cause they were like, they, they, they essentially entrusted me to, allocate this ten thousand dollars which is fucking absurd like that they're like they have they have so much money they're like here's 10 grand go buy some digital basketball cards so i bought i was like we were and the funny thing is so i like i bought three lamello ball 
rookies. He's like the rookie on uh, the Charlotte Hornets. He's like LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball's brother and LeVar Ball's son. He was the number two draft pick. And I was like, I, I bought it because I was like, yeah, I think this is going to be a really good one. It's his only one. It's like, it's pretty limited. And then if, had I bought anything else, I would have done so much better. But but it's doing well. So this is how crazy Top Shot is, okay? We dropped, we didn't even put, because of like transaction fees or whatever, we didn't even put uh, 10000 in. We put like, $9,800 in and it's currently worth $14,382. We bought these LaMelo balls. We bought three of them for uh, basically $9,500 and now they're worth, the three of them are worth about $13,500. So not bad. Up about $4,000 on the LaMelo ball purchases. Could be better, but we're going to hold out and uh, see how it goes. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to give away um I'm going to give away a LaMelo ball. I'm sorry there's not that many uh more stock talks this week. I'm having some I had a couple technical issues in this new place. Hopefully we'll have it sorted out by next week. Um so this isn't going to be like a super long episode, but okay. So here we go. I'm on a random name picker website. I have everybody um everybody's name in here. I'm going to read off everybody. Okay. JP3, entry username, Rotimi, Jericho Jock, Adrian Blizzard, Dr. Practical Hat, Cast Me Outside Podcast, Nick Rady, Joy of Pessy, Jordan Wendy, Sun Goku, Alex Byron, Babylon Skanky, Couched Sheeb, Jay Sancha 8, Marshall Brennan. Okay. So I'm going to hit shuffle name, shuffle name, shuffle name. And now we are going to pick the winner if you are the winner of this, I don't even know how to, um, yeah, I don't even know how to, uh, I guess the best way to, to do this is just DM me on Twitter. Yeah, DM me on Twitter if you have Twitter or DM me on Instagram, either of them. Um, and then I'll, you have to make an NBA Top Shot account, which is probably... You have to do. You can do it in two seconds, and then I will transfer it to you. Okay, let's see. And the winner is JP three. Congratulations, JP three. You are the winner of the Jeremy Grant Top Shot current value of whatever thirty five dollars, but. Who knows what it was going to be? It was like, there were some of them, I think it was like three or 10, no, it was like $10 last episode. So you're talking about a 300% return in a week. Pretty good. At that rate, we'll be at, uh, by next week, what are we going to be at? I'm not good at math, but we'll be higher. We'll be higher. Hopefully. Hopefully I just gave, hopefully I gave away a top shot and then in 10 years, that thing is worth like, like this is like the equivalent of, you know how people bought Bitcoin for uh, like, you know, like all those people who bought like a Bitcoin for fucking, or not bought, bought a pizza for like 18,000 Bitcoin and which would be worth like $400 million. And they're like, yeah, that was a mistake. I hope I made that mistake. I hope I just gave a punching down listener, uh, Jeremy Grant worth $400 million someday. Although how could it possibly be like, cause there's some of these things where they're getting up there and I'm like, how could this ever be more than this price? But I don't know. You got to just plug your nose as they would say, and just, uh, hope i guess i don't know okay um what else do we got okay so i'm in miami this is this is cool i went to 
it's Friday morning right now. Went to my first live sporting event in over a year. The like I was like I went to so the Toronto Raptors, currently the Tampa Bay Raptors, who are my home team when they were in Toronto, are currently playing. They're playing in Tampa, but I'm in Miami and. Uh, they were playing the Miami Heat on Wednesday night. So I was like, I'm, I have to go to this. There's there's no way I'm not going to this game. Went to the game. It was interesting. Um, so they have, this is the only place, at least professional sports that has this. They have COVID sniffing dogs. So you go into the venue and they, wa- they walk you through this whole like maze like um, kind of system where, you, you know, it's like whatever, pretty standard, like going into an event and then they, they give you like numbers. There's like spots. And so I think it's like 16 or 20 people at a time and everybody has to walk up and then they stand on this little circle. And then these like dogs, they just walk up and down and they sniff people for COVID. And apparently they've trained these dogs to sniff for COVID. And uh, if you have COVID, I guess they like, it's like a bomb drug sniffing dog. They just like do their thing. They sit beside you or something. I, I don't know. And then, uh, and then... They, they, I don't know if like they're like they take you aside and then they give you another test or if they're just like you're just not allowed to come in because it's like I don't know, tickets are not like some tickets are expensive. That would suck if they're like, yeah, you're not allowed to come in and you don't get a refund on your ticket because we think you have COVID. And you're like, there's no way it's a hundred percent accurate, it's impossible. Like, I'm sure it could be more than 90 percent, but. So I don't know how they deal with that stuff, but they take you aside. So there were these COVID sniffing dogs and then we finally got in. It took forever to get in. There's, they only sell like, I think they're selling 40,000 or sorry, 4,000 tickets. It seats like 20,000 roughly. There's only four. So it looks like we were, I was like joking about this. I know this joke's probably been made, but, uh, looks like a WNBA game in there. You're like, it's just, there's no, and, and like every, like, so every row you're in, there's like two seats, like at least where I was, there's two seats available per row. So it's really sparse. Um, Raptors got hosed. They got a close right at the end there, but then uh, a couple no calls by the refs, which, you know, when they go against you, it sucks. But it was interesting. You can't eat or drink at the seats. They have like, like instead of like their ushers, because the ushers don't have much to do now. So they just have these little signs to say, please socially distance just over and over again. Um, It was cool, though. I will be going back. The Raptors, I don't think, will be playing again in Miami, but I'll go see some other teams because, I mean, it's that's the longest I've ever gone without seeing a live sporting event for a long time. Like, I I mean, all of 2020, I didn't go. I, I may have gone at the beginning of 2020. I can't remember. Like, maybe the first week of 2020, I went and saw a Brooklyn Nets game, but I don't think so. That That's crazy. So... I guess live sports are back. They kind of suck. Yeah, there's like you can eat food and drink outside like, you know, during halftime or whatever, but you can't bring anything into the arena. Kind of a bummer, but um, we're getting we're getting closer to being back. Uh, I'll say that. And uh, that is a good sign. Okay, we got a a few a few things on the docket um, this week that we want to talk about. So, oh, this is kind of stock related. Uh, I, I only caught a bit of this, but but Vlad, the guy from Robin Hood, because, you know, like Dave Portnoy has basically been saying the guy from Robin Hood, Vlad Tenev, the CEO, should go to jail. So I guess Vlad messaged him, like DM'd him being like, hey, and then they, they went on this group chat or not group chat, sorry, like a, a barstool live or like Instagram live. And they had a talk and basically Portnoy, I mean, Portnoy said like 
some pretty good points. But the main one is because Vlad's like, you know, because at one point he was trying to make the point where he's like, look, you know, we stop people from like because they stop people from buying. He goes, oh, I'm just, like he's kind of like, oh, you know, we did people a favor. We stopped them from buying uh, GameStop at four hundred dollars a share. Like we did you a favor. And like Portland is like, no. And he because it's like not enough people have brought up the fact. And I've kind of said this, too, but like. Like you, you know, you 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 broke the fucking trade essentially, and like you, you forced, you only allowed selling. So it's like, yeah, the price obviously is going down. So it's like, but some people bought in at whatever, like two hundred, three hundred. You fucked them too. Like they they fucked so many people. He's so evasive. And the crazy thing is, is like there's gonna be no no effect on on Robinhood. They're still gonna IPO. Everybody's gonna love them. Um, they're gonna make lots of money. All that stuff, uh, but it was interesting too because at least like props to Vlad for going on there because you know that like Portnoy was gonna fucking light him up and he did. He was just like, dude, you're a fucking. He basically was like, you know, the super shady, and Vlad was like, you know, there's nothing we could do. It was it, he's just def- passing the buck. He's like, you know, it's it's not our fault. Like we're blaming the regulators, and that's kind of been his story. He just goes on these like press tours now, just like apologizing. Sucks for him too because you're like. You know, even if it wasn't his fault, like, you know, I guess that's that's why he gets paid all this money to be the CEO. Just fucking take all this heat. Okay. Um, a few things we're going to do, and then I'm going to go, because well, this, this is going to be a little shortened, shortened Miami episode, and then, uh, and then we'll be back to normal next week. Um, okay, this is in the news. This is so stupid because I'm like, this is one of those chocolates up to like, I refuse to care. I'm going to talk about it, but I, I'm not like, I'm not going to be indignant. I, I don't care. But so miss, there's like the big story this week was Mr. Potato Head. It's like, remember Mr. Potato Head? I maybe played with this for a week when I was five years old. It's like not a cool, t- like the, the idea that we're talking about Mr. Potato Head now where you're like, it's 2021 like kids have probably way fucking cooler shit to play like mr potato head was like yeah i played with this when i was you know seven years old in 1990 because like what else was there but like now there's just a million fucking things mr potato head is like one of the like least enticing things to play with but anyway so so i guess they they got a hasbro or whatever had to you know get people all riled up again and, and get some free publicity from mr potato head so they're just so they announced that they're dropping Mr. from the brand's name in order to be more inclusive. So it's just going to be called Potato Head. And you're like, like they, like I'm telling you, the marketing department there was like, they knew this. They go, look, you know what? There's all these like people who get all whipped up when we like do all this like gender related stuff where we're like, you know, we go, oh, there's like no male or female kind of stuff. And they'll be like, we're just going to drop the names. Cause what, who cares if it's a mister? Just, it's a fucking potato with all these like accessories. What does it matter? Like you can make it look like a chick. You can make it look like a dude. You can make it look like a chick dude. You can make it look like a dude chick. doesn't matter. Uh, so then they're like, oh, we're just, and, and you know, they use like the, the right wing outrage to just like, you know, because the fact is I'm talking about Mr. Potato Head. I haven't even thought about Mr. Potato Head in, I don't know, 25 years. When was the last time you even had a Mr. Potato Head related thought? I don't know. It's been a long ass time. But so then obviously like everybody like, you know, they, they just do this and then they get Tucker Carlson to be like, Mr. Potato Head, what's wrong with Mr. And then everybody just fucking loses their minds over Mr. Potato Head. Um, but it, it's just so funny because... Obviously, they like you know they they 
whip this up and then you know you're probably going to see like oh we, we saw a three percent spike in mr po- or potato head sales or whatever i don't know it's it's a stupid product like it's not like oh this is the amazing product potato head like nobody gives a shit about potato head they're they're struggling to sell these things and they're just like oh, what are we gonna do and then like oh we're just gonna get the and then, and the funny thing too is like you know then there's all these right wing people who are like our family is no longer a potato head family and they're gonna like just probably there'll be people who are like we're we're boycotting boycotting Hasbro too they're like we're gonna boycott Hasbro no more Hasbro for us you'll you'll never uh, you'll never see us using a Hasbro product after they removed Mr Potato Head. Like, it's like people are like, they, they get this just association where they're like, you know, they couldn't care about it. And all of a sudden they're just like potato head diehards. They're purists. We're like, no, it's Mr. Potato Head. There's no potato head. Okay. Uh, and here's, here's a similar thing, actually. So Coca-Cola got in trouble because um, they had some like thing on LinkedIn where it was like, you know, some sensitivity training nonsense. And so they had these slides going around and the slides of Coca-Cola were like, um, ask telling people to be less white. Remember when like being less white was like you know get some rhythm, learn how to dance a bit, be less white. And now it's like, yeah, take off the robes and the clan hoods. Uh, but so there was like these slides going around being like, to be less white is to be less oppressive, less arrogant, less certain. I don't know if certainty is a white thing. Less defensive, be less ignorant, be more humble, listen, believe. Break with apathy. Break with white solidarity. That's weird shit. Uh, that's a weird thing to be going, sending around when you work at Coca-Cola. Uh, but anyways, people obviously, again, and it's the kind of thing where it's like people all get whipped up. It's a crazy thing to be at work and just like be receiving stuff like this. Uh, it's our, And it's, our, it's the white fragility lady. I guess it's from her like white fragility class or whatever lecture thing and got passed around a coca-cola but you're like we work at coke we literally make diabetes juice that you know makes people's lives generally worse and that that's not even like uh factoring in you know in 50 years from now and they're like oh yeah you know all that aspartame that caused cancer too but they're like you know what be less white don't don't like not not uh kill people with diabetes just you know just be less white so but this is another thing because all the conservatives are like we're never we're a pepsi family now we're never drinking coke again pepsi should come out but pepsi did that thing with the the was it caitlin jenner one of them kylie where she like handed the pepsi and then they got made fun of a lot so um there's just no winning you know you do stuff and then you get a but the like, coke doesn't need free publicity it's fucking coca-cola but the amount of people who conservative families who were like you know probably like drank a fucking two liter of all of coke with dinner every night and then they're like damn it can't eat, drink coke ever again okay last one last one and then i gotta go um this is from the simpsons Simpsons, the only way the Simpsons manages to stay relevant right now is by killing characters off. They're not even killing them off. So Harry Shearer, this is announced this last week. I can't even believe the show is still on, but so Harry Shearer, excuse me, I have a runny nose for no reason. I don't know why. Um, Harry Shearer, uh, he um, voiced Dr. Hibbert, who's basically Bill Cosby. It's funny that they're not getting rid of the Dr. Hibbert character because... He's essentially Bill Cosby, who's a serial rapist. No, they are getting rid of 
Um, they're getting rid of Dr. Hibbert because uh, he's voiced by, he's a black doctor who's voiced by a white man. And so, and they're not even getting rid of him. They're just, they're like, there's going to be a new person voicing him. And remember they did a Harry Shear or the, uh, Hank Azaria is like, I'm not doing a poo anymore. And they're, and they're just, they're just getting rid of all their characters. And you're like, nobody gives a shit. Like that's, it's so sad that that's like the last way they need to be relevant is by, uh, you know, yeah. Like the last just way that they can be relevant is basically by like, Oh, we're going to get rid of a character. And you're like, nobody cares. It's like, so what? He just says, just get rid of the character. Just get a new character instead of a new black doctor, Dr. Hibbert's like, and what is it? Is he just going to sound the same? And they're just giving a, a job to, uh, here's like, here's a job to a black person. And then, like, because Harry Shearer is like, he's not losing anything. He's like, he still voices whatever, 12 characters. So it's like, I don't know. It's so stupid. This stuff is, is the Simpsons are like, nobody's watching this. Oh, you know what? I'm going to watch the Simpsons now. Now that they're no longer portraying a black, black doctor with a white voice actor. That's stupid. Okay. That was, that was the episode. Congrats uh, to, who was it again? Who won? Uh, PJ3. PJ3. If you were the winner, I think it was PJ3. I Did I not write this down? Whatever I said, it was PJ3. It was. Um, contact me here. Oh, yeah, random name picker. Here it is. Uh, JP3, that's what it is. JP3, contact me, Twitter, Instagram, DM me, uh, and I will transfer you the jeremy grant top shot all right until next week everybody thank you for listening if you enjoyed the episode leave a like leave a review all that stuff all right bye-bye